Parevces, Urachem Vod Miatselek Mirzagrin, Yesaspet Havik Medzorian M, Tief Meg Ararat Talijits. I'm glad you could join me for Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast. I'm Aspet David Medzorian of Ararat Lodge Number One in Boston. If there's one thing you can say about music, no matter how old you are or what genre you enjoy most, it is that it produces an emotional reaction. Songs can cheer us up or bring tears to our eyes and remind us of a person, a place, an event, or a specific time in our lives. Music can also encourage us to act, to make an effort on behalf of those less fortunate. Baby boomers like me and some of our guests can remember the concert for Bangladesh nearly 50 years ago, or Live Aid, which brought the world together on behalf of Africans who were stricken by famine. This month, musicians from around the country will join forces on Saturday, December 12th, to raise money and bring attention to the Armenians of Artsakh, now displaced and starting new lives following the recent war with Azerbaijan. On December 12th, beginning at 6 p.m., Arak's Lodge No. 11 in Providence, Rhode Island will host the Artsakh Armenia Relief Concert. The event will be live-streamed on both YouTube and Facebook and will feature performances by your favorite Armenian bands from both the East and West Coast. Yeah, they'll have everybody joining in on this. We'll also see and hear from our Knights of Vartan leadership, our liaison in Armenia, and our clergy. How can you become involved? Well, my guests today will have the answers. They're the producers of the Artsakh Armenia Relief Concert. Charlie Kalajan, who joined the Knights of Vartan only two years ago, is the head of Artax Lodge 11. And by the way, his dad, many of you may know, and fellow musician Kenny Kalajan, has been a member of the Knights of Vartan for 45 years. Also joining me from Massachusetts is Professor Leon Janikian, a teacher at Northeastern University in Boston. He is He's been there for quite a long time. We'll get more into that in just a short while. He's a musician and highly revered recording engineer who's worked with many, if not all, of the artists that you'll be seeing during the concert. And one family note regarding Leon, if I may, which I'm sure he'll remember. Forty years ago, in 1980, Leon recorded an album called Nor Janabar. The vocalist on that album was my mom. Nakin Dirui Eva Medzorian of RP Yotiag number nine. Gentlemen, thank you both for joining me. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much, David. Thank you so much for, for having us, David. I appreciate it. The pleasure is all mine. The Artsakh Armenia Relief Concert has to be a labor of love for both of you and the many artists who are going to be working with you. Where and when did the idea for the live stream event take shape? Uh, Leanne, I'll, I'll start first, okay? Oh, absolutely, it's your idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so David, this this idea came about when I started doing really basically live stream events uh, <clears throat> when my performances came to a stop uh, when COVID hit. You know, back in February, I started, or actually, sorry, excuse me, March, I started doing live stream events with this local band that I play with. And I, I just thought that it would be a, a great idea to raise money for the Armenians, and I, I felt so the Knights of Vartan, this would be perfect for the Knights of Vartan to definitely help out with, because there's a there's a lot to, that goes into a, a live stream event, as, sure. as you will. Oh, there sure of. is. I have been doing, I can't even tell you how many live streams, countless numbers of them ever since pandemic began. And my normal video production studio is is has now been converted basically into a small television studio as well. And uh, I'm doing everything here. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
Yeah, so basically we I joined forces with JB Kalila Production Studios, who's again uh, is, a, is a local production studio in, in Providence, Rhode Island. They're good friends of mine, both Brad and Olivia Kalila. And because we're very close friends, they're very well aware of the Armenian community in Providence, Rhode Island. And they were also aware of what was happening out in Armenia, Artsakh, Armenia. So when I brought it to their attention, they didn't even waste a second. They uh, said, of course, we'll help out, definitely. And that that was basically, that's when I approached the Tivan uh, of our products lodge. And I, I asked them, I said, here's an idea that I'd like to do. We have the, the people that can actually do it as far as putting the production on, but I needed the Tivon to approve, obviously. And once the Tivon approved, then I needed to get the musicians from both coasts involved. For some reason, so, though, I have uh, to tell you, I don't think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Carly, I don't think that was the most difficult task. And Leon, I know you'll agree with me on this because you've been playing for a very long time. You all know each other. You know each other well. If you have, I cannot believe that there is one artist, and we'll go through who they're going to be on this list that I've seen, whom yep. you both have not either played with, performed with, recorded with, or have just gotten to know over the course of these, I don't know how many years. You all know each other very well, don't you? It's a really, yes. it's a strong musician's network, an Armenian musician's network. Absolutely. It's not a, it's not a big network, but it's a very strong one. And uh, for many, many years, uh, we have worked in accord with one another in love. We really get along. We have a lot of respect for each other. The musicianship is always on a very high level. I think people don't always realize the high level of musicianship that we're putting forth. And uh, even people on the West Coast, we know them all. People mm -hmm. in Philadelphia, the Detroit groups, uh, we know them all and have worked together. Many times. So, Charlie, was it difficult to get them to come on board? I wouldn't think it would be. No, it was not at all. I, first thing I did was I called my dad because my dad's not on the Tivon. So I called my dad first. My dad said, of course. He didn't even think twice about it because he's, he's been seeing the live stream events that I've been doing with that local band, the, the Kyla family band. So mm -hmm. he's been seeing the productions and the quality. So he didn't even think twice about it. And then my dad got on the phone and, and contacted um, Leon, Leon, who is with us right now. And, and uncle Leon, I call him uncle Leon, you know, cause he's, he's like my uncle. Yeah. He and I are a lot closer in age than you and he are. Trust me on that one. <laughs> and, and, and I'm still I, and older I, than you are, David. Charlie, I'm sorry. And, and uh, yeah, no, it's okay. And then I, I uh, and then he contacted uh, my dad. Contacted Harry Bedrosian, who again we we play you know all the time with before COVID hit. Right. And then me here, who is uh, who is actually quite frankly I that I've never played with, but Leon has played with in the past. I first met them here at, uh, we did a concert with some musicians uh, from Detroit and Chicago, in Chicago, and that concert featured uh, Mahir on Duduk, and I was just stunned how good this guy is and what he can do with the Duduk. Uh, you know, he, he's just brilliant, and I think anyone who hears him on, on this podcast will be very impressed. Well, I can't wait. He's from he's from he's from Hyastan originally, but he now lives in the Boston area, and he's busy. But he would be much, if we if we were playing music on a regular basis now, he'd be much busier. I'm sure. Really, really brilliant. 
And then, of course, Mel Barsamian, who we all play with, amazing at oud and, and clarinet and saxophone and classical guitar. Uh, what doesn't he play? And he was kind enough to, <laughs> I use his music uh, for our theme music for our podcast, yeah. Lorky Lorky, from the uh, album um, One Take. So I'm yeah. always grateful to him for that. And he's he's been kind to me uh, musically uh, with regard to our podcast on other occasions as well. So it's really, it's going to be a who's who of musical talent from both sides well, of, go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, I have to, have to say Gary Cashmanian played Dumbeck. Yes. And uh, Charles Collagian played uh, drum set. And Ken Collagian played guitar. So uh, we had guitar, drums, Dumbeck, Duduk, clarinet, Wood. Mal was playing Wood on this session. And uh, Harry Bedrosian played keyboard. You can't, you great, can't, great band. I wish we could. I wish we could play it with a band like that. Out. You can't get much better than that. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's great. We've been talking a lot about the East Coast musicians. Quite a few coming from the West Coast as well. Talk about that, Charlie. Yeah. So I, I, I thought about, um, you know, making this. You know, just uh, making it possibly this event possibly bigger is by trying to connect both coasts. Because I wanted to make this more of a national event as opposed to just a local event. And I, I thought what better way is to, to invite the Richard Hugopian ensemble. I've been seeing a lot of Andrew Hugopian, who, who's his grandson. I was, I was watching, have been watching him a lot on Facebook. He's been doing a lot of live, live stream events and, and in his home during the COVID times. And he's very, 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 very talented. And of course, the legendary Richard Hugopian. So I, I contacted Andrew and Again, Andrew was totally down with it, but he had to get his permission from he had to get permission from his grandfather, and who's Richard Hagopian is also a knight. Sure so is. Once, once Richard Hagopian heard that, that the knights were sponsoring this event, he I don't think he thought as far as another second. Oh, he's, he's terrific, and of course, anybody who's been to one of our recent grand convocations, most recently last year in Las Vegas, Richard Hagopian and his band were. They were our entertainment at Kef Night, and that dance floor was never empty for a moment. And uh, <laughs> we had a really great uh, podcast. He was on our Talking Vartan podcast uh, earlier this year, and we talked about his entire career. I, I could have talked to him for hours, and it was it was really terrific. He is the kind of person, as are so many of our Armenian musicians, who are always willing to go out and do and go the extra mile for their countrymen, whether they be here or whether they be in Armenia or Artsakh. And so, uh, yeah, the talent pool, quite a generous one. And, uh, this, and, and again, once I got that uh, message back from Andrew saying that, you know, that they're all in, uh, I was beaming from ear to ear because I knew that this, this event would be so special connecting both coasts. I, I saw a couple of live streams out in the West Coast that's been done, and that was only circulated through the West Coast. Uh, there was there was one that was international event, and I believe that was like you know re- really supporting the Armenians out in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. But for this one for Artsakh, I, I feel as though it would be. You know, I thought it would be best to try to connect both coasts and try to get as many people watching, and you know knowing about this event. It, not only to raise money, David, it's really to draw awareness to what's happening out there. You know, everyone is so in the States. I, this is my personal opinion, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, or, but we're so concerned about, you know, every, everything political. 
with the politics, whether you're right or left, that it's getting lost what's happening out there and, and the pictures and, you know, the families that are getting asked to move and, to, you know, just, it's just terrible what's happening. And, and I'm asking my friends if they know what's going on. And a, a lot of the times they just say, no, I don't know what's happening. And, and they want to know. It's not, that, it's not that they just don't want to know or they don't want to care. They want to know what's going on, but it's, it's just not being shown in the light of media as much as I thought it should be. So if anything happens from this, if anything good, you know, if we raise money, that's great. I mean, that's a plus because they, they definitely need it. But if we draw awareness to what's happening as well, and I can say that the Knights took part in that, then, I'm, then I'd be very happy. Now, of course, you're bringing together musicians from all across the country, West Coast, East Coast. Talk a little bit about the logistics of putting something like this together. First of all, we're using the word live stream here. Will this be an entirely live event or will there be pre-recorded material that will be included in it? Talk a little bit about what we're going to be seeing and hearing on December the 12th. Yeah, so when this first came about, my thought process was it would be completely live and we would be just going back and forth between East Coast and West Coast and all the all this speakers. Oh, yeah. And the, the logistics behind that is extremely difficult <laughs> that, I, that I soon found out. When I do these live stream events with the Kyla family band, we are live. People can watch it live as we're doing the concert. And then obviously it can be released uh, and watched at a later time. But are well, you and your fellow musicians in the same place though, Charlie, or are you all in different locations? So we did the recording. We, so we decided to do a pre-recorded concert just because uh, of the logistics behind it. And we were all in the same studio, JB Kyla studio. Mm-hmm. That which was which was great because you know I haven't seen you know Uncle Leon I haven't I've seen my dad obviously all the time but you know because of COVID I haven't seen Mal Harry Gary me here I haven't seen them in a very long time so it was it was great to see them and then obviously play with them was and performing with them was you know we didn't we didn't miss a beat so you know so the the concert that we did was pre-recorded and the same thing out in the West Coast it's pre-recorded. They sent their materials to the J.B. Kyla production studio, and and uh, theirs is pre-recorded as well. So, I, just logistically, it that's it's just so much easier for them to do that. Yeah, and it then, is, and it that is. way, and then that way we can have our host, who is the uh, the director and host of the Armenian Radio Hour out in Providence. She can be able to navigate, serve as a bridge between what, the various segments. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Leon, you're a techie. One of the best. Okay. Part of the reason, and I've had some experience of this myself, believe me, as I'm sure you have too, in this age of Zoom and live streaming and all of that, to have musicians performing live from different locations is an extremely, extremely difficult thing to do. And in layman's terms, explain why that's the case. Well, because this this synchronization problems, um, the, the data tra- that travels through the internet to your house could be very different than what travels to my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, we could end up with uh, just having an impossible situation in that I could hear what sounds like it's in sync at my house. But then when you play it back in another place, it's not in sync. And then when you get seven musicians, it just wouldn't be possible. Oh, my goodness, it, it, yeah. I mean, I, I really have never, when Charlie first mentioned this, I said to myself, and maybe I said it to him, I don't know if this is going to work, Charlie. 
But what we did do is we all arrived in North Providence, Rhode Island, at at the studio at uh, 9 a.m. on Saturday, the 14th of November. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did a little bit of rehearsal, just warming up. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna admit to you, I haven't really played the clarinet for a long time, not since February. Really, uh, it's been that long. Yeah, I really, I haven't picked it up because I've been busy and I've had a lot of family issues, and so I haven't really felt like playing. And I was a little worried about it, but you know, as Charlie told me, he said it's like riding a bicycle, and you know what, it was like riding a bicycle. <laughs> it's and a, uh, it's a good analogy. We, yeah, we played. We we did those numbers all one take as if it, we were playing live. I think that uh, there'll be a little bit of mixing just, uh, you know, because he has it was recorded using Pro Tools and uh, he's going to be able to mix a little bit because he had right. uh, separate separate tracks for all the various instruments. And there was pretty good isolation because of the way that he was working with us. Now, I use I use that uh, software, but for those who do not know what Pro Tools is, could you explain that? Well, it's it's a platform that uh, essentially emulates multi-track recording, mm-hmm. analog multi-track recording on computers, and it's not limited the way multi-track recording is. You could have unlimited tracks. I, I've seen. I don't do this because I don't like. I don't work this way. But I've seen uh, some of my students at uh, Northeastern come in with 130 tracks of audio oh my god and then try to i mean it's insane to try to mix <laughs> it but the fact that they could do it i mean in the old in my day with analog tape my two yeah limited to 16 tracks yep. 24 tracks whatever but uh this was done i think i think you probably just used eight tracks and they were i'll say videotaping it with a small a small little camera and every uh charlie uh, i think charlie you were the one who had to give the sync tone right you had to hit the drum or something. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would clap. That was, they were also videoing us too. Yeah, that, was so. for, that was the sync. Right. And, uh, and that is done so right, that when later, when you are producing the finished product, the finished right. audio, the video and the audio can be matched exactly. exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. Right. And uh, what you'll see, I think, is a single shot of the band playing and you'll hear the audio. But it won't be. Uh, there was not a multi-camera production. It's a you know this studio is a relatively small place. It was not designed to be a television studio. Mm. Uh, but we were in there uh, in close quarters, observing and worrying about uh, uh, being too close to each other. Right. Uh, but it worked out. No one I, I know of got uh, COVID, uh, so we were all right. So, what kind of music uh, are we going to be hearing during the concert? Well, there was a, we did have an online uh, Zoom meeting prior to uh, arrival where we decided wh- when we would go to North Providence and what we would play. And uh, there was a little bit of give and take. And I think at that meeting, we had one list. And then Ken and Harry Bedrosian, you know, I think they figured out a final uh, list. And uh, we played, uh, I think, six numbers, two of which were specialty uh, solo numbers on the duduk with the percussion guitar accompaniment and keyboard accompaniment but so, then we played four numbers uh, numbers that were appropriate we thought uh, we played the gamavor song mm-hmm. uh, we did uh, bingyol and a little medley from ashin malalan what else charlie we did, uh, we did numbers first of all uh, uh, that were we thought were appropriate but not too 
You anticipated my next question, though, in the yeah. terms of, you know, what what we are following and in, in the events of the last uh, couple of months and all of that. And certainly this was going to be anything but Kef time. But at the right. same time, yeah, but at the same time, you know, there, as as I said at the very beginning of our program, music invokes an emotional response. Right. And it will invoke most likely whatever we are going to be hearing and seeing, it will evoke a, yeah. an emotional, a strong emotional response from most of us, if not all of us. I'm going to tell you that I don't think I've ever played on any, any, anything, any time that it didn't evoke an emotional response for me. And that day, especially, a couple of numbers really got to me, it really did. And um, I haven't shared that with anyone, but, uh, you know, it was pretty, it was an emotional day in a lot of ways. And I know that, uh, I could see in Mal Barsamian's eyes that he was having the same, because we were facing each other, mm-hmm. and uh, he had the same reaction, I think. It was, it was an interesting couple of hours we spent doing this. What is it that you hope that those of us watching around the country, and for that matter, around the world, will get from this? Unity. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I, not not just from from a musician standpoint because everyone will see that one of the bands the west coast band they're a family they're unified as a family and then the armenian new england ensemble we're a musical family i hope they see how, how much we bond together whether it's through audio where you can just really hear the hits that we are doing together and the way we are playing and they're not going to know that we haven't played together and whatever whatever it was six seven months and mm-hmm. we only took one take per song they're not going to know that and that's fine they'll see everyone's faces and they will see people smiling and the eye contact i mean it, that's all there that's all on the video I, I hope they take away from the unity of just the bands and then that also translates to the unity of our culture and our heritage and that nothing can separate no matter what is happening whether people are coming into our, you know, our homeland and, and trying to take it away from us. We're always going to fight and we're always going to be unified together, no matter what's going on. Leon, what do you hope people will get from this experience? Well, you know, Charlie, uh, Charlie said it for me also, but, uh, you know, it, it is a sad thing that uh, Artsakh is having to, we're, we're having to deal with this. I know I've, I've heard a lot of people say, boy, I wish I could go over there and fight, and I'm too old for that. But, uh, you know, I, I think Armenians feel very strongly about this. And uh, to hear that Shushi is, uh, my understanding, no longer in Armenian hands is right. kind of, is kind of, is, it's very, very daunting to hear that. It's heartbreaking. And, uh, it's, it really is heartbreaking. And I, I have seen a number of lectures uh, by people who are from Artsakh in the past. Uh, at Northeastern, we've had uh, a, uh, had a panel uh, discussion about it uh, a number of years ago, sponsored by the Armenian Students Association. And, um, you know, it's very, very sad, this whole situation. And uh, it shouldn't be this way. Uh, and I hate to say it, but looks like we're fighting the Turks again. And I don't know how three million people can prevail, and it makes me sad to even think about this and what we're losing. And uh, we got to stick together. And I do feel very strongly that I'm, I'm an American, but I'm an Armenian American, and I feel very strongly about that. 
as am I, and I'm an adopted Armenian American. My my sister and I were David, both adopted, yeah. as, but it's as much yeah, in my heart as it could possibly yeah. be. And absolutely, and so I my, agree. For people who would like to help, what can they do? What can they give? And where will it go? We're not asking for any sort of minimal donation. Any any donation that they feel as though they can they can give will definitely help. Uh, the money is going to be put into the uh, Knights of Vartan fund that we have created. And then their, their generosity and, and support is going to be, it's going to be huge. Um, it's going to be aiding those Armenians that are affected by what's going on in the war out, out in Artsakh, Armenia, and they can, they can donate to, uh, we, we set up a PayPal account and we also set up a Venmo account and the, the PayPal account is K O V. A-R-A-X, and then the Venmo account is K-O-V-A-R-A-X. So we try to keep it as simple as possible for people. And And then if they don't feel comfortable about doing it online, we made it available for people to make a check out to the Knights of Vartan Charitable Fund, and then they can mail it out to P.O. Box 3673 Cranston, Rhode Island, 02910. And with your permission, I'd like to be able to post that information on our Talking Vartan Facebook page at the time that we post this particular podcast so that uh, people will be able to access all of that. Will people be able to contribute beginning on the 12th, or is this something that they can do now even before the concert? They can do it now. The, the, both accounts are up. They're available uh, one of the nights, Ken Higgin, he checks that PO box every day. <laughs> mm. So you know they can they can definitely you know start sending the money. None of the musicians asked for any compensation for this event. They donated their time and their expertise, their musical expertise, to this without any asking for any compensation. So all the money and the proceeds are going out to Artsakh, Armenia. That is wonderful. And uh, not surprising, which is, which but is wonderful. Huge, which is really huge. With you know the level of of musicians that are being you know you're, you're going to get, and the fact that they're donating their time is it's amazing. So, how long will the live stream event be? It's a, it's an hour and a half. Who will be yeah. your host? So this uh, our host is going to be uh, Sonia Terayan, who is the host of the Armenian Radio Hour out in uh, Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. And there will also be other faces and voices on this live stream event besides those of you musicians who are performing. We're also going to be hearing from, if I'm not mistaken, our own Knights of Vartan leadership. Yep. Stephen Adams, who's our grand commander, our liaison uh, out in Armenia, uh, Kohad Palian. Kohar Palian, yeah. Yep, Palian, sorry. That's okay. And then um, our the Rhode Island clergy, uh, Reverend Father, Father Shudnuk. Reverend Dr. Ada Haginian, and Reverend Father Capriel Nazarian. Gentlemen, I want to wrap things up by, first of all, wishing both of you the very best of luck with uh, the event, the Armenia Artsakh Relief Concert. And for those of you who I hope will be watching, the time to be online, 6 o'clock on December the 12th, and it will be available through both YouTube and Facebook, and you'll be receiving information on that with regard to where exactly to find it online. And it will be 90 minutes of incredible music, which will uh, tug at your heartstrings and 
at the same time inspire you. And you will also hear from uh, some people with a very important message. And so we hope that you'll all be tuning in for that. It will begin again at 6 o'clock Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific Time on December the 12th. And that will be uh, hosted by the Knights of Vartan, Arax Lodge number 11 in uh, nearby, I say nearby for me, Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, Leon Janikian and Charlie Kalajan, thank you both very much for giving me some time today and for talking about this. And I know that uh, you're looking forward to it as much as the rest of us. Good luck. Thank you very much, David. Thanks, David. Thank you so much. My very special thanks to my guests, Charlie Kalajan of Adox Lodge No. 11 in Providence and his partner in the production of the upcoming Armenia Artsakh Relief Concert, Leon Janikian. A direct link to the concert itself, which is scheduled for 6 p.m. on Saturday, December the 12th, is available on the Talking Vartan Facebook page, and hopefully you all received the email recently from Tibrabed Art Yarumyan detailing the concert itself and the many ways that you can watch it, either on Facebook or YouTube. It can be seen on both platforms. Now, if you would like to donate, and I hope that you will, you can do so either via PayPal with the user word KOVADAKS, that's capital K, small O-V, capital A, small R-A-X, and it's all one word, KOVADAKS with the K and the A, capitalized. Or you can do it through Venmo with the user word Kov Arax, but this time it's capital K, small O-V, dash, capital A, R-A-X. So it's Kov Arax with a dash in between, and the two words are both capitalized. You can also donate using your checkbook if you prefer. You can make your check out to Knights of Vartan Arax Lodge, P.O. Box 3673, Cranston, Rhode Island, that's C-R-A-N-S-T-O-N, 02910. As always, check out the Knights and Daughters of Vartan Facebook page for the latest Knights and Daughters news, including articles, photos, all sorts of important info, and it's always worth a look. So is our website at kofv.org. The website, our digital and print publication, Avaride, of which the latest issue is now available, and all of our social media platforms where you'll find the Knights and Daughters of Vartan. We're talking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All of that is maintained by our terrific liaison in Yerevan, Goharpalian. You can reach our liaison directly with articles, photos, or any questions at knightsofvartan at gmail.com. You can always reach me directly with any questions, comments, or suggestions about the Talking Vartan podcast. I always love to hear from you. Either contact me through the Talking Vartan Facebook page or by email at talkingvartanpodcast at gmail.com. Now, I'll be back with you in just a few short weeks for what will be our 25th Talking Vartan podcast. I hope you'll join me for a special Christmas edition of our program. We'll talk to some old friends and... With some help from my far more musically talented son, we'll share some holiday music with you, from my family to yours. Special thanks, as always, to Mal Barsamian for our theme music, Lorki Lorki, from his album, One Take, Armenian Dance Songs. Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast, is the exclusive property of the Knights and Daughters of Vartan and Asped David Medzorian. Any use of this program without the expressed written permission of both parties is prohibited. 
It was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who said, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Thank you for your service to the Knights and Daughters of Vartan. I'm Osbed David Medzorian of Aradat Lodge No. 1 in Boston. Shnoragalem Sideli Paregamne. Thank you.